Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning, witches. It is July 24th, 2023. It is Monday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Witch Way Magazine. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers the fear by Nelson Mandela. So we are talking about honey bush tea. So this comes to us from healthline.com. So honey bush tea is an herbal infusion from South Africa. The tea is made by steeping dry honeybush leaves in boiling water and has gained worldwide popularity due to its benefits. So potential benefits, like a lot of tea, it is rich in antioxidants, which we've talked about can be really helpful in terms of fighting off uh, like anti-inflammatory, cancer-fighting kind of things. Um, it is also, it may have anti-diabetic properties Diabetes is one of the most common global diseases and affects more than 400 million people. So research supports that honeybush teas, polyphenols may help prevent, manage, and treat type 2 diabetes. And we do have a primarily honeybush tea. Um, I'm pretty sure it is one of our fall teas. I'm pretty sure. It's Harvest. Harvest, I think, is our honeybush tea. So it may also help improve bone health. Though bone, uh, through bones, uh, minerals will break down and release into the bloodstream. So it is said to uh, possibly help through that uh, based on some studies. It may help boost skin health, drinking honeybush tea topically or Drinking it and applying it topically may help improve skin health. Ooh, love. It is also considered potentially anti-obesity, relief of menstrual symptoms, immune system support, and alleviated respiratory symptoms. So it really seems good all around. And it's easy to get a hold of. Again, we have it in the sip spell. Uh, and, you know, I drink it pretty regularly. I drink a, I drink most of our teas. Um, not constantly. I, I go through phases. Sometimes I get really into the flower moon because I, like, I love Earl Grey. Uh, sometimes I just get really attached to the butterfly pea flower. I just kind of um, tend to hook on to something for a while. And, that, and that'll be, like, my big focus. All right, this is just a kind of a silly, fun, pop culture, nerdy headline. But this comes to us from ScreenRant.com. Buffy is finally giving Tara credit as an ultra-powerful witch. I'm curious about this. Because Tara was arguably, like, 
the most powerful witch in Buffy, or I guess Willow would be, but because she knew more than Willow. Like, she was kind of Willow's teacher, but the problem is that Willow, like, just went went kind of intense with her spell work, but I do agree Tara was never given the credit for, like, teaching Willow. So let's see um, what they say. So they say, within the, co- within the continuity of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Tara has consistently been sidelined as a lesser witch or magic magic user, especially when compared to her love interest, Willow. However, in the series' current canon, Tara is finally given the credit she's owed as an ultra-powerful witch. Tara McClay was introduced in 1997 Buffy the Vampire Slayer live-action series where she was a prominent member of the Scooby Gang and a descendant of some powerful magic wielders in history, including a long line of witches and even demons. Despite her impressive family tree and prominence on the team, Tara never really got a chance to shine in her own light. Sure, she was able to kill Demon Razor, but that's her only kill from the series, which is nothing compared to Buffy or even Willow. Thankfully, Tara is given room to grow both as a character and in her power within the current comic book series, where her magical potential has finally been uh, adequately revealed. But I fully agree, uh, because she was a little bit more of a quieter personality, they just did nothing with her. And they made a whole point of saying that she came from just a long line of really powerful people, and yet all they have her do is just, it's implied she teaches Willow into being this big bad witch, but like, yeah, they never give her kind of credit for that, I guess. So they continue in The Vampire Slayer number 15, Willow and Xander have been kidnapped by a malevolent force that seeks to use them as bait to capture their real targets, Buffy and Faith, the two slayers. And the villain who took their friends wants to use them in a ritualistic sacrifice to open the gates of hell. Even knowing it's a trap, the slayers head into the belly of the beast anyways. While they find Willow and Xander, the slayers are captured regardless, meaning the only person left to save them is Tara. And she's up for the task. Before Faith and Buffy went on their mission, Tara expressed interest in going, only to be shot down by Faith, who called her condescendingly a kiddo. So, yeah, this is pretty cool. I'm glad she's finally getting her moment. It's like 20 years late, but I mean, okay, cool. You know, love it. Yeah, but I think this is kind of like a bigger... I think it is something that relates to us. I know this is TV and Buffy and comics and whatever, but it does kind of relate to us, right? A lot of us are very much underestimated. If you're not loud about your magic and you don't flash it all over social media and you don't act a little bit like a bully, people just act like you're this nothing, mousy, whatever. Um, But very often it's the people who are quiet who are the ones who are putting real time into putting their magic together so I don't know I kind of get it and I kind of think it does relate to us especially in our current social media days right we did a ethics of divination class this weekend it was the last and final class of the Lenormand series which I do plan to bring back next summer it was very successful I'm very happy Um, but we talked about ethics right and we talked about um, one of the conversations we had was about uh, like like the internet kind of showing our butts on the internet 
And I'm going to be honest, I don't, I'm not taking TikTok psychics seriously. I'm just not. Um, I'm sure some are cool, but it really just comes across as kind of charlatan behavior, you know, when you see how a lot of these people are behaving. And um, again, we kind of have this idea, well, the bigger they're following, the louder they, they are, the more successful their gimmick, they must be really powerful. And I think that is often very much not true, um, at least in my experience. So, <laughs> all right, which is uh, I am throwing this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Monday, July 24th. The waxing crescent moon continues to appreciate the finer things in Libra today. Here, the moon squares Pluto. With a square to Pluto, we may be feeling like we need to wrest control of a situation, something that we feel has gotten ahead of us. The problem is that there are some things we can control and some things that we absolutely cannot. Today is all about learning the difference. Before you dive in, take a step back and analyze the situation. What are some things that you can do to shift the dynamic? What are some things that you'll have to let run their course? Once you have an honest conversation with yourself, your day should run a lot smoother. Your daily moon mantra is, there are three things you can't control, the past, the future, and other people. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. The Magic of Trees is not just a book on tree magic. It is about drawing on the strength of forests and tree energy to better connect with ourselves, other people, and the world around us. Each chapter reinforces meditations, spells, and rituals that will reconnect humanity with its roots at every stage of life. These practices take a hands-on approach to life and spiritual work. They lead to individual self-awareness and fulfillment through healthy natural practices. Plus, this text has the added benefit of fine-tuning spiritual tree connections, which never stop growing. Find the magic of trees wherever books are sold. All right, we are back. So we are looking at an article from the July 2023 issue of Which Way, and it's something we're going to be talking about again later this week. But the idea that like a lot of us aren't enjoying our homes right now and our spaces because it's hot and uncomfortable. And I know I am not enjoying my space, which is really difficult for me because a lot of my feelings of sanity and groundedness comes from my space and feeling good in my home. And I just don't. Um, and I do attribute that to the heat. Um, I had to switch two of my rooms to accommodate the heat. And I don't like it. <laughs> um, things are not where they're supposed to be. And I'm, I'm, I'm struggling, you know. And I know I'm not the only one. So we're having two topics this week that's kind of focusing on how to get comfortable in our space again. And one of those is this one from the July 2023 issue digital of Which Way Magazine. And this comes to us from, I believe, I want to check before I just say what I think it is. 
Oh, Elise Wells. So this is from Elise Wells. And this talks about an ancient Greek cleansing ritual. So kernips is an ancient Greek ritual practice found in the Greek magical uh, papyri. It is a cleansing water ritual used to remove particles that were disrespectful to the gods and dangerous for our health. Mosma was accumulated through ultra-human acts like death, sex, contact with fluids, also spelled chirip. Uh, the word is derived from the Greek word meaning holy or sacred and meaning to wash. So sacred wash, holy wash. So it was used to cleanse and purify the self before rituals, communion with deity or entering temples or other sacred spaces. Similar to holy water in Christian practices, it was also used to bless offerings, anoint saints or altars, and potentially even the cleaning of entire temples. So the making of this sacred wash is simple, but it embraces every element. There are many recipes, but traditionally sacred trees and plants to grease were used. The water was made by combining well or preferably spring water with seawater in equal parts. Then plants such as barley or artemisia or other plants specific to certain deities would be lit in a bundle and then doused in the water. The water was then poured over the hands or sprinkled on the head of the individual being purified. Stirring the water with these plants infuses it with the spirits of those trees or herbs, bringing them closer to the gods of whom the chosen plants are sacred. The belief was that this had the power to wash away spiritual impurities and to bring the individual closer to the gods. Kernips was also used to purify objects such as statues, altars, and offerings before they were used in religious ceremony. The use of the sacred wash was an important part of Greek and Roman religious practices and was considered essential for maintaining ritual purity. Its use was not limited to just religious practices and was sometimes used in other contexts such as childbirth, illness, handling the dead, and things like that. So modern pagans use washes inspired by this traditional Greek wash in their cleansing practices before rituals. In Wicca, they use a bowl of water and salt to purify themselves before uh, beginning practices. Salt represents the earth and water, of course, represents water. In ancient Greece, there were the foundational elements even more so than air and fire. Especially the sea was a major tenant of life for food, travel, trade, and refuge from wildfires, an ancient phenomena, though much more common today because of climate change. Fire is represented by the lighting of herbs, and the herbs and the plants themselves invite the spirit of earth to water. So here's just kind of a list of the different herbs you can use. So if you kind of follow those instructions, um, here are some things you can do. And I'm going to kind of just do the popular ones here. So if you're into Demeter, we can use barley and fennel. Um, if you're into Hermes, mulberry, Athena, olive branches, Pan, Dionysus, uh, Bacchus, you can use grape vines. Uh, for Hecate, you can use mugwort. Um, I'm trying to look for any other big ones. Sage for Hecate or Hades or the Fates. I love the Fates. 
Let's see. Those are the big ones. Cedar for Persephone. But, of course, the whole list is uh, in which way. Uh, but, oh, you can do dill for Poseidon. I love that. So here is Elise's personal recipe. You will need water, salt water from the sea, dried herbs that have the intention of the deity you want to work with, and then a cloth to dry your hands. So you're going to pour an equal amount of seawater and spring water into a bowl and tap water. Uh, yeah, so you can use... You have to use seawater and then some sort of other water. It can be spring water, tap water, whatever you've got. You can even use homemade water if you don't think you can get, like, ocean water. So you can make your own salt water. You can use tap water for the other water if spring water, but there has to be equal parts. Equal parts, salt water, and non-salt water. Then you want to light your herbs. So again, such as verbena, laurel, lavender, rosemary, pine. Um, or a stick of incense, if that's what you have available, okay? You can um, light the herb or incense on fire and then uh, do that above the water and then plunge it into the water, okay? So you're lighting it and then you're plunging it into the water. So you can leave them there if you'd like. When dropping it in the water, you may say a single word, Herniptos uh, AE, which means be purified. She has a pronunciation guide. Hertipnos AE, which means to be purified. Wash your hands with the water and then your face, and then you may say it again. Herniptomesi, which means I wash with lustral water. And then sprinkle the area and all participants in the ritual with the uh, water that you have created. And you can say, Hekas, Hekas, Est, Bebeli, or Begon, Begon, Ye Profane. Alternatively, um, you can also say, Apo, Apo, Kakodi, Mones, which means Begon, Begon, Evil Spirits. And uh, I don't speak Greek, so I apologize if that was terrible. I am trying to use the pronunciation guide as best as I can. And then you can dry your hands uh, and your face with your cloth. And now you are purified to approach the gods. So if you've always really liked doing like water purification before rituals and you're just interested in trying something slightly different, this could be a cool way to do it. Um, but it's uh, laid out here in Which Way's July 2023 issue. Um, but hopefully I did my best kind of getting the point across. All right, witches, we are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I want to give a shout out to listener Catherine Lochran. Catherine, you mystical, insidious leprechaun. Brandon Charles, you dreamlike, dapper, fire dragon. Nessa S., you kind, graceful seer. And Victoria Hernandez, you sparkling, scrumptious sun goddess. Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really appreciate it. And before we leave, we do have a card pull today. Our card today is the Two of Chalices from the Buffy Tarot. A beautiful silver cross marked the beginning of Buffy's partnership with Angel, a relationship that would launch them both into self-discovery, co-slang, and love. If this card has found its way into your reading, it means you are on the precipice of similarity, 
exciting and union uh, romantic or not you have found someone who gets you who wants to have your back and who is aligned with your goals lucky you all right witches that is all i've got for you today don't forget any books decks headlines sources anything we've talked about today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com and we will talk again tomorrow witches we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day. <laughs>